Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. It was a big weekend for Chicago Blackhawks star Pat Kane. A thousand points. The seventh active player in the NHL to do it. Only the fourth Chicago Blackhawk. Well, I think it's... Uh... I've been very fortunate, you know, I, I got drafted to a great franchise, great organization with some great players, played with some unbelievable players over my career. Where do you go from here? What's next for Patrick Kane and the Chicago Blackhawks? I don't know, uh, we'll see. Maybe a few more cups, that would be nice, right? Uh, I believe he can do it. <laughs> Guy is remarkable, huh, Dev? He's incredible. I mean... You just think about his weekend is like a microcosm for his career, just how fantastic it's been. He, on Friday, had his jersey retired here in London, number 88, uh, raised to the rafters, 145 points in 58 games while in London, uh, went to the playoffs that year as well. You forget, you know, he was replacing like the Dave Bolins, the Robbie Shrimps, the Corey Perrys, lots of pressure on him and Sam Gagne. Sam Gagne's year was also great that season, but almost kind of dwarfed by just how fantastic Pat Keynes was. Then he and the Blackhawks go steamroll Toronto on Saturday. They go home on uh, Sunday, win 5-2. Kane gets his 1,000th career point. Nice to do it at home. It's, uh, well, and he's also, they're about to go on the road for all. So he had had two other previous home games where he was almost there and didn't get it, and now he gets it, and uh, good for Pat Kane. <laughs> Jim and I went to the game on Friday night, and they did a great job with the... Uh, the um, retirement, jersey retirement ceremony. But when that stat appeared on the board, Jim and I were next to each other, and we just kind of looked, looked over, and like, holy cow. He played 58 games as a London Knight, got 62 goals and 83 assists in 58 games. It's crazy. Not bad. It's <laughs> Not <wild>. bad. <laughs> Stubbsy did a great job. Mike Stubbs was the uh, master of ceremonies as they retired Pat Kane's jersey. And he was the guy who introduced uh, Patrick when he came up to say a few words. Here he is thanking his parents on Friday night. It was a tough decision to, uh, to forego college. And uh, I think you guys both knew that I wanted to be a hockey player. And uh, what better place to do that? NHL in London, Ontario. Tough decision. And your kid to forego college when your kid scores, what was it, 63 <laughs> yeah. goals in 58 games. Oh, geez, I could, get, assists. I could get drafted to the NHL or I could get my communications degree. Well, so hmm. like when you go to the OHL, you're now ineligible for university. Right. You can't play university. You can go to university, just can't play. Yeah, you can go, if, like if he broke his ankle and ended his hockey career, he could still go and, and yes. become a pediatrician if he wanted to, right? <laughs> he made the right decision. Yeah. I think he made a pretty good decision. Uh, here is Pat Kane saying a few words about Mark and Dale Hunter. I gotta say about you guys, absolutely unreal what you did for my career, and uh, me personally having a faith, the faith and trust in me to come in here and fill guys like Robbie Schrimm, Dave Bowen, Corey Perry, And 
And he said some very nice stuff about the city of London. I think Mark told that story about me coming, uh, coming back for that last preseason game and um, thought it would be the last time I'd ever be on this ice. And uh, here I am tonight, um, about to get my jersey retired in uh, such a first-class organization, um, somewhere I'll never forget. It's a huge place in my heart. I'll never forget you, London. that guy i like how they threw the uh, the hat trick sombrero on the ice too as he was walking <laughs> yeah. walking away hat trick kane got to put it on one more time yeah he could have not put it on and when he put it on he was like eh? kind of like yeah, uh, messing with I? the crowd he put it on <laughs> yeah it was fun how uh, how many points you think he's gonna get in his career dev how high can patrick kane go well stan makita has the blackhawks record at I think are like late uh, high thirteen hundreds, low fourteen hundreds. Kane's thirty one years old now. I think he can get to you know around fifteen hundred maybe if he continues to go the way he's been going. I think so. He is obviously he's American born, so he is the first American born player for the Chicago Blackhawks to get to one thousand points. He's the fourth Blackhawk to get to one thousand points. I think he could end his career as the highest scoring Blackhawk of all time. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Who watched the UFC fight on Saturday night? Conor McGregor made quick work of Cowboy Cerrone. 40 seconds. That's how long the fight lasted. You know what lasts longer than 40 seconds? What's that? Even Jim in the bedroom. Even, well, even that's, that's how when short I, when the I, fight was. When I drank a lot of whiskey. <laughs> oh, what kind of whiskey do you drink? Conor McGregor's whiskey? Because, <laughs> boy, did we hear about that on Saturday night, too. <laughs> We've got our friend, former uh, UFC fighter Mark the Machine Hominick, joining us. Good morning, The Machine. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Pretty good, man. 40 seconds is all it took uh, for McGregor to take out Cowboy. What uh, were your thoughts on Saturday's fight? It was a great statement fight. You know, like especially after the last couple of years, what he's went through, uh, he definitely had to come out and make a statement. That's exactly what he did. You know, because like in this sport, you're as good as your last fight. Because after the last one, the last couple of losses, you, you know, everyone's doubting him. And he always moved on with his career. And, you know, coming out and making a statement like that reminds everybody, you know how good he is and also how big of a draw he is. I was with a couple guys and they were pretty disappointed that it, it didn't last longer and a few of them, you know, they've had a couple of pops and they're like, this is rigged. I can't believe how fake this is. You know what it's all about. Watching no, that fight, did it look fake at all to you? No, you know, like it was obviously disappointing. Like most of the guys in my house were, were cowboy fans. They've been long, long time fans of the sport. And, you know, wanted to see a performance that, you know, came out and showed it. But yeah, Connor went out there. He hurt him early, and he, he couldn't recover. And that's the thing, especially when you get started a fight. 
if you get your bell rung really early, it's hard to recover, you know, because you're, you're not really warmed up. You're not into the fight. And I think that first clinch work when he, he, he busted his nose up, that's exactly what happened. He just didn't recover, and he was downhill from there. And it did look like he caught him on the button a couple a couple times, like right out of the gate. What 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 is that shoulder punching move? What's you know, that I, think, I think I thought I think that's a little dirty. Uh, you know, like it's you know it's basically like dirty boxing in the clinch, and yeah, you know, like he's obviously added some things to his game, but I you know I don't really I, don't, I normally wouldn't do that type of uh, technique. I, I was surprised that's n- not illegal. I just have never seen anybody try that before. I'm surprised nobody has tried it. Yeah, it was super know, effective. That's what broke his nose. That's what broke that's Cowboy's exactly nose. And, and I think I think he wasn't ready for it. You know, like you're in the clinch. Normally, that's where you almost take a break, you take a little breather, and re- recover. And and then all of a sudden, he got hit with a shoulder strike. I think it shocked him and it hurt him. And then it was downhill from there. And it, you know, you you don't see Cowboy moving backwards, and that's exactly what he did. He took four steps back and. Connor adjusted and threw the kick and took him out. Oh, that kick was brutal. <laughs> yeah. You got him. That's it. So, uh, yeah, like I said, it was a statement fight. The next step has got to be a rematch with Khabib. You know what? Like, after the after the fight, you could see everyone on the internet. I, I think you know, one of the kids that he got in a, a schoolyard fight was calling him out because, you know, that's the big money fight, uh, you know, for Mayweather to Khabib to Mazadal. Like, you know, the, the list is long. But um, I think it's whoever he wants to fight, whatever the biggest show is, he's going he's gonna to take that. All right, brother. We'll talk to you uh, next uh, UFC fight. Mark the Machine Hominick, retired UFC fighter. Thanks for coming on the show again. All right. Appreciate you guys. We did get dumped on pretty good with snow over the weekend. Nothing like out in Newfoundland, though. Good Lord. It's crazy. <laughs> it really is. It's fun when you're not there seeing the pictures of people opening their garage doors. Yeah. And there's just a wall of snow there. Mm-hmm. Or like snowboarding down city streets in the That's middle really of the day. Cool. That looks like fun. But the army digging out old people, not as much fun. Right. Yeah. You, you, there's a lot of stuff you don't think about. If, you're, if you can't get out of your house, it's a big deal for a lot of people. Yeah. As far, and, like, who knows how many pipes are frozen as far as getting fresh water. You got to look around, decide which family member you're going to eat first. <laughs> Always the <laughs> oldest son. It's just nature. <laughs> it's the rule. Who's <laughs> your oldest brother, Jim? <laughs> Bill. Sorry, Bill. Sorry, Bill. <laughs> sorry, Bill. We had a good run. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I got to post this picture on the uh, FM96 Facebook page, too. This is their equivalent of the 401. This is a four-lane highway, Taz. It looks like a f- it looks like a lake that has three feet of snow on it. The snow plows are just, like, in the middle. Like, you can't see anything, any medians, any signs, anything. That's kind of like the, the snow plowing that Liam Neeson did in that movie. Hard powder or cold pursuit? Cold pursuit, yeah. Hard powder was a working title, I think. <laughs> it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, about yeah. the snowplow driver who gets revenge. Yeah, Love after it. his son dies. But that's uh, that's there's people. That's how they drive their plows through the middle of nowhere. And I don't know if GPS technology is used to keep them on the road, or they're just looking at the phone poles. But yeah. it's pretty remarkable that they can even forge a path through that stuff. It's like, where does the snow go? Just saw a time lapse. 24 hours. The amount of snow that Newfoundland got in 24 hours is insane. There's a time lapse video at someone's doorbell camera, and you just see this stuff build up. And if you feel like complaining about the amount of snow we got over the weekend, you just watch that first, (laughs) and then I'm sure you'll keep your mouth shut. I want to see you peacock, peacock.
Time for sports with Devin Peacock, and we know who's going to be playing in this year's Super Bowl, Dev. It will be the uh, San Francisco 49ers and the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs have not been in the Super Bowl since 1970, so it's been 50 years since they were last in the Super Bowl. The 49ers haven't been there for seven years. They've only lost once, and that was uh, back in 2013 to the Baltimore Ravens. So this could be a pretty good uh, matchup. The like, if you go by the numbers, mm-hmm. like we all know, like they're the two top teams in the NFL this season. If you watch them play, but even by the numbers, they're both very close. Like San Francisco averaged thirty point two points per game. Kansas City was like twenty nine point eight. The defense uh, for Kansas City uh, gave up a, like two more points in San Francisco. Uh, Kansas City gives up a bit more in the um, in the air. San Francisco's a little bit better, obviously defensively. Their defense is just fantastic. Uh, but quarterback, they've got uh, the edge with Kansas City with Mahomes over Garoppolo, who is fine, but. He's just not uh, Patrick Mahomes. So this could be one of the better Super Bowls we've had. In the, in, well, we've had some pretty good Super Bowls lately, but this could yeah. be a really, really like a, an all-time Super Bowl. Yeah, for a while their Super Bowls were always the like the worst game of the year, but last 10 years have been pretty exciting. They've been on a real roll. And one of the uh, things I didn't really realize about uh, Raheem Mostert, he ran for 220 yards uh, yesterday. So uh, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo was 6 for 8 on Sunday. They just did not have to throw the ball. He was 6 for for 77 yards. Would you look at the numbers off the top? You're like, oh, he was terrible. But no, they just didn't need to run the ball. They ran the ball 29 times with Mostart. Uh, he ran for the second most yards ever in a playoff game. But Raheem Mostart, like the 49ers are his seventh team in wow. the NFL. So he's bounced around a lot in the NFL in his time. He's been a lot of like just like practice squads. He's been. He spent some time with the, uh, the Cleveland Browns for a while. He was drafted. Um, uh, he was undrafted in 2015. Started with Philadelphia. Went to Miami, then Baltimore, then Cleveland, then the New York Jets, then the Chicago Bears, and finally landed with the San Francisco 49ers in 2016. So it's cool to see guys like that who have had to fight for their uh, spot in the NFL, but also guys like. Uh, like uh, Patrick Mahomes, who was uh, seen as you know one of the next guys to make it and to actually make it now in his third year in the NFL, it's pretty cool. Too much red. I don't know. What do you mean? As far as jerseys go, there's too much red out there. You know, could have used a different color team. <laughs> <laughs> it will be a lot of red, huh? I didn't know. Well, well the 49ers. What? I was just reading an article. The 49ers want to wear all white throwback jerseys for Super Bowl, and the NFL hasn't allowed it yet. But that would. That would make Eliminate sense. The bro- but seriously, though, if you have all that red out, it's got to be confusing Yeah, to tell which team you're throwing the ball to, right? Those guys are great at what they do, I know, but when you're, you know, your peripheral vision, you see red over here, red over here, red over here, it, it's got to make it more difficult than if you were playing the Green Bay Packers, let's say. Well, you're, you don't, you know, there would always be like one team wearing a white jersey. Yeah. So, it's... But red pants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Chris, if you're squinting, you know, corner yeah. your eye. I think they can distinguish. <laughs> Did you know that humans have taste buds all over their bodies, not just in their mouths? What? You didn't realize that, Jim? It's true. Um, and because of that fact, a dude on social media decided to do a little test. Now, this is uh, when people see people doing things 
in these videos that they post on their their YouTube or their Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, they think, well, maybe I should try that, like the cinnamon challenge. People taking spoonfuls of cinnamon, see if they can get it down without getting a lung infection. Yeah, planking. (laughs) The planking thing, the ice bucket challenge, putting your phone in the microwave to dry (laughs) it off. Which doesn't work, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and get ready for pe- uh, people to be uh, dipping their genitals into soy sauce. Oh, why? Because a uh, guy online figured if we've got taste buds all over our bodies, I should be able to taste whatever I dip my junk into. So he decided to dip <laughs> his junk into soy sauce. Why not just use your elbow? <laughs> and he swears that he can taste the soy sauce with his penis. Just what? went and got some soy sauce, and we are going to do this little science experiment together. And don't be nasty in the comments. This is the human anatomy. Oh, I'm going to let my little boys just try it out. I'm literally feeding my twins. I'm like, yeah, here you go, boys. <laughs> now. Oh, my God. I can taste the salt. That's ridiculous. So, I think, translation, I think he's saying he can taste the soy sauce with his penis. Based on how he was talking, I was hoping it was going to burn more. (laughs) But, you know, sometimes you smell something and you think you can taste it, but you're just smelling it. But your nose is a lot closer to your mouth than your junk is, Jim. (laughs) I know, know, but they're not as as connected. I don't believe he's tasting it, though, for real. I think he's lying. Right. I think uh, the worst place you could taste things is probably your your junk. <laughs> but in some questionable areas. The last place on my body, I think, I would want taste buds down there. Yeah, or your hands. Every doorknob you touch, every hands railing. Oh, God. Doctors saying this guy is full of it. Yeah. That just because we do have taste buds on, on other parts of our bodies, they're not connected the same way that the taste buds in your mouth are and you're not going to be able to taste Hmm. soy sauce with your foreskin (laughs) (laughs) this guy's going to be going to a bulk barn and going to each little compartment (laughs) he's going to be like feeding an elephant at the circus (laughs) here's a handful of peanuts buddy Yeah, so doctors say do not try this at home. <laughs> it's not going to work. It's not like a straw. You can't drink chocolate milk through it. <laughs> you can't blow bubbles. <laughs> you can't taste soy sauce with your penis. Just telling you about the latest viral trend. People are dipping their their penises in soy sauce to see if they can taste it because apparently we've got taste buds all over our body and guy on tiktok what's tiktok i'm trying trying to keep up with these things jim is this like uh snapchat kind of or <laughs> I, I don't really know i don't have it but it's like it's like youtube but shorter videos okay well, this guy on tiktok swears that when he dips his his junk in soy sauce that he can taste the saltiness of it. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> and doctors are saying, no, don't do it. It's impossible. But some FM 96 listeners, Jim, they say they, they think we should try it anyway. So 
I went to the kitchen. Yeah. I have uh, filled a small glass. We didn't have any soy sauce, so uh, here you go. It's Frank's Red Hot. Oh, my God. And I'll turn the other way. You just dip <laughs> your stuff in there and tell us if you can taste it. Okay, hold on a second. Bloop. <laughs> is it in? Yeah, is it in? Yeah, I can't. Is it in, Jim? I'm swirling. He, he used to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. No, I can't taste a thing. It tingles. <laughs> I wouldn't call that a taste. Okay, put your pants back on. <laughs> Do not dip your junk in any condiments. You won't be able to taste them. If you're doing it for the taste, it's not going to work. If you have some sort of fetish with <laughs> condiments and, and... Or you're an artist. Yeah. And that's how you... That's how you paint. <laughs> Whatever. But you're not going to taste anything according to medical professionals. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.